Hello, everyone. Today's episode is presented by Sweat Connected. Sweat Connected is a transformative way to work out. Sweat Connected has a mission to help you feel your best. Each expert instructor brings their signature method directly to you wherever you are in the world via Zoom. When you take a Sweat Connected class, you are able to interact with your instructor and the other participants in class just like you would in a live studio experience. Whether you have been a group fitness participant for years or are newer, you will feel right at home with Sweat Connected. Here's the best part about Sweat Connected. Sweat Connected is exclusively offering my listeners 50% off their first class by going to sweatconnected.com and using the code POD, that's POD, P-O-D at sweatconnected.com for 50% off your first class. Oh, by the way, Sweat Connected is for all levels, all ages, sizes, and all humans. I know I'm going to look into that website after these holidays, so hey, why not you? And now the show. Is everybody in? Is everybody in? The podcast is about to begin. Graveyard Grumbler Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 48 of the Graveyard Grumbler Podcast. I'm your host, Tino Romero Jr., a.k.a. the Graveyard Grumbler. Today's episode is a continuation of the origins of fucked up stories, and today we're doing Ring Around the Rosie. Now, many of you know the origins of Ring Around the Rosie, and many of you may not know the origins of Ring Around the Rosie. I didn't know the origins until just a while ago, not like a couple hours ago, but maybe like a couple years ago, because I just never really looked into it and didn't care too much about what the origins were until, again, my kids started talking to me about it. So let's get into it. Uh, So the origin, two of the more well-known plagues that devastated the European area in the Middle Ages were the Black Death in the years of 1347 to 1350 and the Great London Plague of 1665. Rhymes and songs were a way for common folk to tell stories to each other and a way of carrying those stories over to succeeding generations. Now, can you imagine just making a sitting there around the, the picnic table or getting around whatever dinner and all of a sudden you're like, hey, let's make a song about what's, you know, fucking up the entire world right now, because why not? What 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 better thing do we have to do other than make a plague, a plague song about everyone dying at crazy rates of um, <laughs> at crazy speeds. So, hey, you know, that that's like one of the best things for us to do. Let's just go ahead and, and make this song. I mean, it just I don't know. It's one of those things that that's kind of sketchy if you ask me. But hey, let's continue. One of the puzzling pieces of information regarding this rhyme recognizes recognized date of existence was in the early 1880s, 215 years after the London plague and over 530 years after the Black Death. The Black Death swept through Europe, reaching Italy in 1347. It is reported that the onset of the plague, both men and women were affected by a sort of swelling in the growing armpits, which sometimes attained the size of a common apple or egg. Jesus Christ. So when the plague first started out, so when when people started getting infected, they would have things swell up in their groins and armpits the size of apples. You know, and a lot of them now, back then, they didn't know what to call them. But now, you know, they're called boils. So they would have boil sized eggs (laughs) in their groin and their armpits. And it wasn't it didn't discriminate. It wasn't it didn't choose a gender. It was either it was going to fuck you up regardless of what was going to happen. So. Why? Why would somebody have something so it's devastating that I mean, it wasn't even created. It was just something just uncleanliness, apparently. And it just something that just ravaged through entire Europe and killed a bunch of people. Fucking insane. So 
Uh, from those two starting points, the boils begin shortly thereafter and spread and appear generally all over the body. Later, the manifestations of the disease changed into black spots on the arms and thighs and the whole person, so the entire body, hence perhaps the phrase black death. Historians estimate that perhaps one third of Florence's 80,000 inhabitants died between the spring and summer of 1348. That's a lot of people to die from from a plague. I mean, you wouldn't just think of uh, how poorly everything was and how poor uh, things were for for everybody to try to coexist with such a disturbing plague, you know, and the irony is that I'm doing this this uh, this episode, not because of what's happening around the world, but because of it's a fucked up thing that that just is fucked up to listen to. I mean, I mean, OK, well, let, let's listen to the lyrics. I mean, it's one of those things where it, you have to get into the lyrics to understand what people are talking about. And again, a lot of people know what what the song meant and a lot of people understand the origins, but it, it, it's just an episode. Let's, so let, let's listen. So the beginning of the song is ring around the rosy, which refers to the rosy red or purplish round rash marks on the skin of the first signs of a person had the plague. Now, a lot of people wouldn't know that someone had the plague just based off of that. It would have to be seen by a housemaid, a, a relative or a doctor. I mean, I, I doubt that people walked around, ex, you know, openly exposing their their rashes so everyone can see where, you know, that people are, are catching shit. So that, that one is kind of hard. So, you know, and then a pocket full of posies was one of the superstitions, superstitious ways used by people in the Middle Ages to try to fend off the plague was to stuff their pockets with rosies. Now, a big belief on the plague was that people believe that uh, the plague trans uh, was uh, transmitted by smell. So the, the most horrible, deathly, rotting, disgusting smell, people believe that if you if you inhaled that, then you would be infected with the disease or you'd contract the disease. But as we know, with modern science, that is not the case. And so that's why you see those those medicine, those big, creepy bird people with a mask that had long ass noses was because they would shove posies or other really good smelling stuff to try to block the foul odor from entering their body. A lot of women would hold posies up to their nose. And so, I mean, a lot of Europe just smelled like a lot like flowers and other shit, strong shit like that. So they can prevent the the infection from the 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 plague and inevitably death and you know i i believe that all you had to do is just you know wash your hands and keep clean but i mean it was a really bad 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 fucking you know plague that that wiped out a lot of europeans and then uh, ashes ashes we all fall down now the ashes ashes part of the song would mean that when uh, people would fall when or ashes ashes were, were exactly what it meant people would burn the bodies because there were so many people dying at one time that they were unable to they had difficulty keep keeping up with the dead bodies to get them buried. And of course, you know, with uh, theory, they didn't want to spread the disease anymore. So what they would do is they would cremate the bodies so they can just, number one, not have to bury them. And number two, try to stop the the uh, contraction or the spread 
in his tracks. And, well, you know, in theory, I guess that's a good idea if you're dealing with like fucking vampires or something. But in reality, I don't think at least I don't because I'm not I mean, well, I'm not a doctor, so there, there <laughs> I, I just don't understand where that that theory would come from. But, hey, you know, I mean, and then uh, ashes, ashes, we all fall down. Obviously, that's from people, the amount of people that were just falling dead, literally. They were just dying left and right without without any warning. I mean, it, it was with warning. I mean, people who who had the plague were were you know infected. They they showed several signs and several you know uh, tall 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 tale signs that they're going to be dying soon. And, and unfortunately, with the lack of modern medicine and the lack of understanding of, of the plague, the London plague and the Black Plague, a lot of people weren't spared. From the wraths of this deadly, deadly plague, you know, and it it sucks that it's a it's a go as you learn, you know, type deal. But I mean, in in all honesty, science and modern medicine is all about trial and error, and unfortunately, that that comes with casualties and uh, things that that don't have the best outcome in order to have per, you know preventative measures, but. I mean, the Black Plague was nothing to pull to come out with. I mean, at least we got a creepy ass song to come out with it, right? <laughs> so, how accurate is this information? So, one of the puzzling pieces of the information regarding this rhyme is that its first known recognized date of existence was in the early 1880s, 215 years after the London Plague and over 530 years after the Black Death. Such time differences don't mean that the story wasn't told about these plagues until hundreds of years later. It may just mean that this particular rhyme about plagues wasn't written until long after the event. In which, I mean, makes sense. You, you have a bunch of, um, because you're, you're always going to have some in, in a group that are going to create something relating to the devastating effects that happened. And in my, in my understanding or my, my wanting to believe that this actually happened around the, the Black Death, which was you know, way before the London plague, is that uh, a bunch of people decided that this song was going to be appropriate. You know, there's some kids singing because they didn't, I mean, they couldn't just get on Twitter and tw- you know, tweet about it. It was back in the day, way back in the Middle Ages to where they didn't have that type of technology available so they had to create poems and books and songs which i mean is great for us now post uh, technology history now i mean i mean now that we're in the in the clutches and right in the in the shit with how much technology we have available to us but the poems i mean i've read a lot of black death poems and they are nuts they are they are really dark and 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 deep and i really love reading them <laughs> you know but i i believe that during the time it was appropriate for uh, for the songs to be created, I, I, I want to say, or I believe, and I'm going to go on the record saying that the Black Death or the London Bridge, Jesus, Christmas tree. See what happens when you eat some pumpkin pie and, and you start drinking some coffee, everything, your mind just goes off into la-la land. <laughs> but we have, uh, uh, back on track to what I was saying. Okay, so with Rosie's, uh, Rosie, Ring Around the Rosie. Jesus Christ. So with Ring Around the Rosie, we have we I believe that that song was initially created during the Black Death. And coincidentally, when the London Death hit 215 years or, or you know, 100 and something years later, 300 years later, however, was the distance between the Black Death and the London Plague that people were able to appropriately use that song for both for both deadly plagues that ravaged Europe and England. I don't think that it was a false 
write up about the the craziness that was happening during those times. And I just don't believe I believe that it was initially created during the Black Death. So uh, maybe it was written much earlier, but it was not then considered appropriate to say. So it may have some it may have gone dormant until the 1880s. Now that makes sense. You know, you you have a billion or several millions of people dropping dead left and right. A lot of poets, a lot of songwriters and a lot of publishers aren't going to want to put that on the the front of their their uh, to do list. You're not going to have a lot of people uh, talking about this death when millions and millions of people have been have been dying. You know, I would I wonder what would have happened in if, if we were going through what we're going through now and we had a similar thing back in the Middle Ages happening to us, I mean, would there be a song about the coronavirus? Who knows? I don't know. I mean, there, there, there would have to be. No one is going to get online and tweet about whatever is happening and all the political BS and the back and forth. It's just, you know, we're going to create a song. We're going to try to beat it and move on, go milk some cows and have a good fucking day. And that's what would happen back in the, in the early ages. But uh, now time for... Uh, Grumbler's final rap. Uh, this is Ring Around the Rosie. I, I never really thought of it as being twisted and, and demented until I got way older, literally like about a year or two ago when I started looking into a bunch of the, the fucked up nursery rhymes. And with with the nursery rhymes, there, there's a bunch of them. Now I'm going to be doing a couple more. And unfortunately, they're really short. So my episodes aren't going to be a full 30, 45 minutes long, like how I enjoy them. But they will, you know, they'll be at least enjoyable for a few minutes. But the again, my my belief is that the Ring Around the Rosie was created during the Black Death and revived during the London Plague. And now because of modern medicine, that that Ring Around the Rosie nursery rhyme just kind of tapered away to something more more fun loving and something more enjoyable that kids can you know swing around in a circle and drop down and do whatever they have to do but if these kids that you know if if a lot of kids that nowadays or not even nowadays but a lot of kids period if they would understand that they uh they're singing of actual death they are singing about (laughs) people who are dropping dead from horrible, horrible plague that ravaged people's body and just completely fucked them up, made them stink to high, high dead death end in a summer hot day in a Louisiana swamp. I, I don't think that this nursery rhyme would, would continue having the the steam and, and effect that it would, as, you know, as a fun loving uh, nursery rhyme that a lot of kids enjoy singing. It's one of the cooler ones so far that I've looked into, and you know I'm going to continue listening and searching the the ends of the internet to find better and better fucked up nursery rhymes. So uh, that was that's pretty much the end of the episode. I, again, it was a short one. I didn't have much information about this. I wanted to get one quick out just for just for some entertainment so it educate and, and uh, inform some people who had no idea of the original stories behind ring around the rosie but now that you know it was considered it was for the black death and or the london plague look those up they killed millions and millions and millions of europeans and, and brits it was it was insane how crazy that that black death happened but uh let me see here any announcements i'm still working on the only fan on the <laughs> I'm still working on the Patreon for my fans and uh, 
we're going to see if I can get this going in a few weeks. Well, I'm, I'm hoping I can try to get something going to where I can, uh, you know, pay, have people enjoy the, the stories on a more frequent basis than what I'm doing now. Uh, if we do go on lockdown, you won't have to worry about paying for, uh, for the stories because I won't make anybody pay if all of your cities and states get locked down because of the coronavirus. I, I won't do that. I know exactly how it feels to struggle. So I won't expect any of my listeners to try to fork out five bucks a month for, for uh, some stories that I can do for free in the meantime or just put it on hold until all this shit dies down. But uh, other than that, I appreciate everyone tuning in and giving me support. Thank you very much. Continue listening, continue sharing, and check out our sponsor. Go to sweatconnected.com. Definitely go check that out. That's a pretty cool website that they created. But until then, and like always, good morning, good day, good night, goodbye. This is the end. This is the end. This is the end. Graveyard Grumbler Podcast. Grumbler.